Hi there, Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast discussion for you. Let's talk about streaming in 2023. Two, three years ago, I posted a podcast similarly talking about a similar thing, but we're a little farther down the road now and a little more perspective on the whole streaming thing. Now, I have always been a fan of movies over television. When I was growing up, you know, they edited movies for TV. The only way to see the theatrical experience was go to the movies. Eventually, VHS came out. You could own movies. Then we got cable services. HBO and stuff showed movies. And then eventually, cable services started competing with uh, network TV, making better content. You remember things like The Sopranos and Six Feet Under or whatever. That became, wow, it was a level above what we were getting on network TV. There was nothing wrong with network TV. I grew up on MASH and Happy Days and all the same stuff, Three's Company, that you guys did. Um, But at some point, my career took over, and I got busy, and I just stopped watching sitcoms and stopped watching TV for the most part and concentrated on movies and that kind of thing for my entertainment choices just because, well, I was busy, and I wasn't always available on Thursday night to catch this show or Wednesday night to catch this show or whatever, and this was... Obviously, we had VHS, uh, VCRs, and and then eventually DVRs, but that got to be a hassle. I I wound up with hours and hours and hours of content on my DVR that I never watched. You know, I recorded these shows, planning to watch them at some point. And that even happened when I was a big DVD movie collector. I would buy movies because they were cheap, but I'll watch that eventually. And then you have so many movies that you're going to watch eventually, you never get back to that one because it just never interests you. So I'm more selective on what I buy. And anyway, long story short, now we're in the days of streaming services. Now, some of us back in the day when all of a sudden there was competition for Netflix and Amazon and all of these services were going to pop up, we all said, look, guys, this is going to be worse than cable eventually. Watch. They're all going to fight for content wars to to compete with each other. The prices will start going up, and eventually you're going to be paying more for all these different streaming services than you ever did for cable. The idea was to make it cheaper, but that's not what's happened. And now we have such a proliferation of streaming services, they all try to be relevant with content for their viewers. Relevant content, amazing content, um, stuff that hits the zeitgeist. So there we get into why I started doing this. The other day, um, Quentin Tarantino said he doesn't really consider Netflix movies competition because they don't really exist in the zeitgeist. That hit me because I'm like, I've said that before and I don't disagree. With my streaming experience, and I finally dove in, right? Well, um, when I was newly single a few years ago and living on my own, I dove into streaming services because I had time on my hands and I wasn't having to discuss what I was going to watch with somebody else. And, and I dove right in and had all those subscriptions every month and all that. And then eventually I started realizing that there was this one service that I didn't watch for months at a time. There was another service I didn't watch for a while. I didn't watch Disney Plus unless it had Marvel, um, new content, that kind of stuff. And then, then I started realizing that, you know what? I don't need all this, really. I'm, I'm going to go back watching movies, and, and maybe I'll catch the occasional show when all my friends are posting about it and people are talking about it. But you know what? As I look back on all the Netflix movies and shows I've watched and all the Disney Plus and all the whatever, I've enjoyed the Marvel content. As I've said in many podcasts, I consider that separate 
because it kind of is now all feeding this mythology and you're either in or you're out and and you kind of can't judge those TV shows and movies on the same level as with a, a new IP, a new movie, a new TV show that doesn't have a relation to anything else. It's just a whole different ballgame over there. So taking that aside, most of the things I've watched on Netflix, Amazon Prime, whatever, have been fine. Like the really good ones, fine. There is not one of the recent big movies on Netflix, on Amazon, that got their debut there that were made for that service. Now, granted, Everything Everywhere All at Once was kind of made by Amazon Pictures. They kind of helped with that anyway, I think. Well, it was A24. I don't know. Anyway, I'll have to look that up. But anyway, my point is a lot of these movies and TV shows are good to fine. I've never finished one and went, man, when that comes out on Blu-ray, I got to own a copy. When that comes out in 4K, I got to own a copy. Really looking forward to that Mark Wahlberg forgettable science fiction fantasy film from a year ago that it he, they were trying to redo Highlander, I guess. It was not good. I really like the director and everything. Um, but there have been a few movies. Extraction comes to mind that it was it was fine. It was serviceable. But we're get, I'm getting to the point with me that these are all streaming service level movies. You know, they're not what I go to the theater to see. I've been blown away in the theater by several movies this year. Well, starting last year, I thought Top Gun Maverick was an amazing theatrical experience that's not shared at home. I mean, it's still a good movie, but in the theater, that movie was awesome. And there have been a few this year that I've gone, I'm like, this reminds me why I go to the movies and why I like movies better than streaming services and TV shows. Now, I'm not taking anything about whiling away the time watching streaming services, Netflix series, Amazon series, whatever. If you're into that, great. Some people are into opera. I'm not, great. If you're into plays, I'm not always into plays, but go crazy. So I'm not, you know, pissing on your Wheaties or anything. Pardon my French. But for me, the time to spend in front of the tube, not playing a video game, not creating something like a podcast or a website or creating a radio station or whatever, I just don't, the passive experience of sitting and watching something, I expect a certain level of quality. And I'm getting tired of watching things that I don't remember the next day. And that happens with most of the things on the streaming services. The last Ryan Reynolds science fiction movie, big budget thing, I couldn't tell you the name of it, or I remember some of the battle scenes and the fighting. And It was a fine two-hour waste of time. You know, it was enjoyable. I ate popcorn. I enjoyed it. When it was over, I gave it a decent review. But a year or two later, I go, what was the name of that movie and what was it about? And that's that's the big thing. I've rewatched some movies. Last night I rewatched Crank, the 2006 movie with Jason Statham. Um, it recently came out in a new 4K steelbook. There will be a new review coming for that. That was an exciting, visceral experience to watch that movie. It's hyperkinetic. It's hard to watch. It's it's all everywhere. All great Atmos mix. It was exciting. I can't say that about anything I've watched on Amazon. The the. Thinking about that science fiction movie that Chris Pratt was in where they sent him, you know, they sent Warriors to the Tomorrow War. That was it. That was not bad. You know, it had some exciting moments. But compare that to the last movie you saw in the theater. And does it even hold a candle? It was a decent movie. It had good special effects. had a decent story. The, the creatures were good. The fighting with the action scenes were good. But in the end, did you want to see a sequel to it? Did you want to see more? There's probably going to be a sequel to it. It again goes back to the level of there's TV, there's streaming services, and then there's movies. And I'm not saying every movie is better than every streaming show. There are some crappy movies out there. 
Some of those make it into the theater. But these days, it's very expensive to get a movie into the theaters. So pretty much if it's playing in your local Cineplex, there's probably a reason. Somebody's going to go see it. Somebody paid a lot of money to get it in there. There's the occasional documentary or other type of film that makes it into our theaters, but those are on a case-by-case basis. Wide releases these days, you have to have a pretty sizable budget behind you, marketing and more, to even make a dent in the, let's use Quentin Tarantino's term, zeitgeist of the movie world, of Hollywood or whatever. And I think we're doing a disservice to movies when we treat the latest show on HBO or Amazon or the latest movie on HBO or Netflix or Amazon um, and compare it in quality with some of the movies we're getting in theaters because not, you know, um, even plane, which was a, a, a B movie at best was really a lean action movie, really well done so much better as a theatrical experience than it is at home. It's fine at home, but watching it at home, you still get the idea that I'm watching a movie. You know, this is, this is an hour and a half to two hours of, I don't know how it's going to turn out. On the streaming services, they keep mostly safe. There's been some weird things, Black Mirror and stuff like that. But for the most part, the shows are safe. They, they get edgy, but in the end, they're kind of safe. And the movies are really safe. They want to make a lot of money. And the last few years, Netflix has been really been pushing to get one of these movies to win an Academy Award of some kind. And the, that last war movie, that foreign language, um, also quite on the Western front, I've heard is a decent version of the story. But I really haven't been inspired to go see it because I know its origins but it's also a foreign film, and, and Netflix is going to eventually win that Best Picture Academy Award. They're going to get the right director and the right script and the right amount of money, and it's going to happen. But until they get somebody that's going to push it that far, most of the scripts are greenlighting are B-plus movie at best. I mean, I would expect a movie like Ambulance to have been on a streaming service first, but Ambulance, the Michael Bay movie... It's actually really good for a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, he overuses drones and overuses some of it. It's a little too hyperkinetic for its own good. But there's a decent story there. There's a decent action, a lot of action set pieces. And it's a movie that, you know, he's directed some things for Netflix. But you see why this one was released in theaters where some of those others are not. They're not as good. They're not as engaging. They're not as. So this is all to say, look at your streaming services Take a stock of what you've watched more often than not. Now, again, if you live a lifestyle where you've got time to watch an entire series in a weekend or you're watching every new series and you're waiting for the new seasons to come out, I'm not. Ta- this is not for you. This is your bread and butter. Go enjoy. I'm not, again, t- saying anything bad about streaming services. But, but for those of us that are, are starting to watch less things on TV and do more things outside in the real world, I'm limiting what I watch to things that really aren't a waste of my time. I want to rent a movie. I want to buy a movie. I want to go see a movie that I think about later that I'm, I did a recently a a mediocre review on um, the latest young Cronenberg film, Infinity Pool. I haven't been able to get that movie out of my mind. I think I'm going to do a re-review of it. They have decided to release some kind of steelbook edition later on this summer. I have no idea why. The movie didn't do very well. Um, But anyway, maybe, and it's supposed to be uncut. So I understand there's an uncut version of this movie. It It was a little edgy to begin with. But anyway, the experience that movie gave me, even one that I didn't completely enjoy, has something that's got meat on the bones, that stuck with me, that I'm still thinking about a month later, and I'm thinking about doing it. You know, 
When was the last time a Netflix or an Amazon movie stuck in your head that you wanted to talk about it a week later, two weeks later, a month later? I can't think of any. Um, so anyway, this is, again, not to say streaming services are bad. They serve a purpose. And if you're somebody who grew up on TV, on network TV, this is your network TV. Enjoy. You have a selection of things you can watch a la carte at your convenience. Stream when you like. TV series, movies, whatever. But for me, again, we're all craving new content and these new movies and these new series and these new things that all of them are putting out, they're all good but not great. And I really want great. Not every movie I watch is great, but the experience is. Whereas some of the experience with a streaming service movie is, well, that was two hours I'll never get back. It was fine, but I'm not going to think about this five minutes from now. And I just want more meat on my bones with things I listen to, things I watch, things I read. It's why I like more complicated music. It's why I like more complicated movies. Again, this is not for everybody. But think about how much money we spend on streaming services and how much do you really use them. If you're like me, I canceled most of mine and I haven't missed them a bit. Every once in a while something comes up that I go, oh. I'd probably want to watch that. But you know what? As now they shuffle again and they're pulling things off one service and putting it on another. If you really like something, if it's your favorite thing, your favorite movie, your favorite TV show, and it's it's out on Blu-ray or 4K, go buy a copy. Honestly, some days I have terrible streaming service here in Netflix. I have terrible internet, low speed, and I can't stream anything. I'm... Love the fact I have hundreds of movies. I can go, you know what? I've never seen this one, or I haven't seen this one in years, or this is one of my favorites. And I can pull it out and I watch it. I don't have to worry about streaming speeds. I don't have to worry about if it's on Netflix or it's on Amazon or it's on HBO. You know, owning your favorite things, whether it be music, movies, or whatever, owning your favorite art, I think is a wonderful thing. You saw that painting. You put it on the wall. You look at it every day. You own it. You know, it. so again... Movies like that are, are that kind of art to me. And music, the same way. It's why I still buy CDs and box sets of some of these things, because I want to keep them. I don't want to rely on a streaming service to, to provide my entertainment. And especially as expensive as it's getting, all of them just went up again. I I canceled. I, I was like, no, I'm not paying that because I, I watch it maybe a month out of the year or two months out of the year, maybe. If there's a new show coming, I can re-sign up for them for a month and watch the new show if it's really something I've got to see. Most of the time, it's not. Again, if you want to be in the cultural zeitgeist of shows and talk about every streaming show as it comes out, then I'm not preaching to this particular choir. I'm talking about the people who miss the fact that when movies were good, believe it or not, movies are good again. You just got to cut through the crap of things they call movies on a streaming service and go back to the theater and go buy some Blu-rays and DVDs and, and 4Ks, right? Anyway, sorry if it sounded like a rant. It was just, you know, Quentin Tarantino had a good point that streaming movies aren't, they don't make it into the movie zeitgeist. They really don't. They they, they kind of exist in their own little world in the streaming services. We all talk about it on Monday if we watched it on Friday night or whatever. But other than that, they don't last. They don't stick around. They don't. People don't buy copies and put them up on the wall or, you know, buy the movie poster like we did back in the day or even just, you know, buy a DVD copy and put it up there next to your TV. People aren't doing that with those streaming shows. So I call them a waste of time. They're not always because there's some good acting. There's some good uh, dramatic beats. 
great direction, cinematography, music. There's a lot of great shows. I'm not putting shows down. Um, in the last few years, Chernobyl was amazing. I don't think that could have been a movie. It was a great experience. I'm glad I watched it. That one stuck with me, though. That That's one of those rare shows. For a lot of people, Game of Thrones and the new House of the Dragon, that's sticking with people. Great. If that's your thing, go. Um, the new Lord of the Rings thing, I really didn't have any interest in it because it's not based on the books I read. That That's why I love those movies because they're great adaptations of those books, even though they changed a whole bunch of stuff. Movies kind of have to, but that's a whole other podcast. Anyway, streaming services are fine. They serve a great purpose, but don't waste your money on a lot of it when if you're looking for movies and stuff, go back to the theaters. Go back to where? Watching a lot of things about like Best Buy closing and not having and Walmart doesn't have a whole lot of selection anymore and all that kind of stuff. The days of, of hard media could be numbered, people. So it's a great time to buy CDs because they're really cheap right now. It's a great time to buy movies because they go on sale usually on Black Friday and other sale days. Why not make yourself a little collection? Then you won't have to worry about streaming services. Just my two cents. Scott Hamilton, I'm Rockfile. Thank you for listening to this podcast that wound up to be, wow, 17 minutes. Um, I hope you have a spectacular day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Please share, like, and do all the other things we do in social media today. And have a wonderful day. Go watch a movie.